no, 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 Everybody, Norm over here, and I want to tell you about this episode that we're doing with uh, my buddy Michael Lemo, Henny Hendricks, and Brian Ewald. Brian is the uh, guitar player that does all the demo work for Paul Reed Smith. He's a fantastic guitar player, and you know when a company like that hires somebody, they better be able to play. Henny Hendricks, one of the greatest young guitar players we know, plays with a lot of hip-hop artists and a lot of uh, just all kinds of different stuff, and he plays with Michael from time to time, and they sound great together. They're both super rhythmic, and then our own Michael Lemo, who I think Everybody knows what a great guitar player he is. So stay tuned for this. This is a cool episode. I hope you enjoy it. Everybody, Norm over here at the Norm's Rare Guitars podcast, and I've got some of my good buddies. It's like the uh, whole family week here at Norm's Rare Guitars. We got one new family member, Brian Ewald, from the Baltimore area. Is that right? That's right. And uh, you know, my buddy Henny Hendricks. What's up, you're bro? also from that area too, right? Baltimore, Maryland, bro. There you <laughs> go. So we're representing Baltimore. Then we got Philly over here. Where are you and from, Norm? Philly over here too. So we got Philly, Philly, Baltimore, Baltimore. So uh, these guys are spectacular guitar players. I'm not sure what I am, but I'm something. And I love doing this stuff over here. So um, I just want to talk to these guys for a sec. So um, uh, my buddy Brian over here, and Brian is in from Baltimore, and you're doing like uh, demos for Paul Reed Smith, who's a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, I'm out doing some clinics and some demos and uh, amp show and uh, just getting to play fun guitars all day and lusting after all the guitars in your shop over there. Very cool. I take well, half of them home. Uh, well, we got a lot of cool guitars that are not Paul Reed Smith's, and we got a bunch of Paul Reed Smith. And Paul Reed Smith is a great guitar, and you can tell because so many people are using them. And uh, you back home, you have a band called Starbelly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's one of my that's one of my projects, and um, uh, very uh, British pop influence. Very like Squeeze, XDC, Crowded House, Beatles, obviously. You know. Cool. I, I get my George Harrison on, on in that band. Right, a lot, cool. Does know? anybody have a big belly like me? Or oh yeah, we all we all you know have our moments. Yeah, uh, no. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, 
Uh, that could be my band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Star Belly, but Belly something or other. <laughs> Jelly know. Belly or something like Jelly that. Jelly Belly Brothers. And uh, <laughs> then we got Henny Hendricks, who is part of the family here, and we've known him for quite a while. And he's also from Baltimore. But um, you played with a lot of different people. You were on the BET show with Bobby Jones. That's like the longest Running show on BET? Yeah, I did the uh, 34th and 35th season, the final season of BET. And as soon as the studio closed down in D.C., I came to see you, Norm. There you go. (laughs) Well, so you weren't working on it for 34 years. No, Uh, no. You look a little younger than that. just Just the last two seasons. There you go. That's awesome. Well, and you were playing with Drew Hill. Right. Yeah. Fantasia, who was, um, you know. American Idol. American Idol, who was fantastic. And so it's, uh, you know, he's got quite a history. We'll talk a little bit more about some of that stuff. And then we got Michael Lemo. Hello. And Michael Lemo is uh, our star. Yeah, I'm stuck (laughs) with Lemo. But he's like our star guitar player at the store, one of the most original players ever. I think the most. And and (laughs) I love his playing, and I love all these guys playing. They're all. They all play with great taste, and they're all very rhythmic. And to me, that's where the tune lays. You know, all the lead stuff, I mean, that's great that you can do that. But if it doesn't lay over a good groove, not happening, right? That's right. Rhythm is 95% of the song, and the solo is just a little icing. Yeah. Right. So, and, you know, like, who's that lady? Um, That's Ernie Isley, who was known for playing that. But um, a lot of that, I think, was taken from Curtis Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jimi Hendrix got a lot of his stuff from Curtis Mayfield was my unsung hero. Always played the least amount. You always wanted to hear more of Curtis. <laughs> now a lot of the guitar players they play, you're kind of hearing more than you necessarily want to hear. So Curtis was like the understated. And then Jimmy, like when you hear like Castles Made of Sand, and Little Wing and things like that, um, that all came from Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. That's amazing. So, uh, all those tracks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, like, who who do you listen to, Brian, when you're like, you know? Uh, well, I mean, I grew up listening to the same stuff. You're I mean, uh, Hendrix, obviously. And then I, I was a huge Motown fan, huge Beatles fan. Um, my one of my idols is Jeff Beck. You know, I, I mean, he's don't get much better than that. He's elevated. He's like it's like a voice. You know, I mean, yep. it's like it's such a extension of him. But like a lot of there's so many great new players. Like I'm a huge fan of. Like Mills and Eric is a buddy, and I've yep. known him since he was a young kid. He's yep. just outstanding. There's a there's a really great uh, scene of of players that I keep discovering thanks to the internet and Instagram and uh, Errol Poston and uh, Joey Landreth, like really musical players. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Derek Trucks fan. Great. Um, uh, so a lot of slide players and and uh, to me, like you said, ryth- rhythmic guitar players and melodic players. That to me is. Where the magic is. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Jeff Beck, and you know Jeff had a big hit with "People Get Ready." Oh yeah, that's a Curtis Mayfield too. Yep. So uh, apparently, Jeff, you know, is you know tipping his hat to Curtis as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Henny, you yeah. uh, tell me, like, who do you listen to when Ooh. you listen? So I listen to a lot of different people. Reason being, I love hip hop, and then I love guitar. So. I listen to a lot of uh, my, like my influences first would be Hendrix, of course, John Frusciante from Ray Hot Chili Peppers, yep. the second guitar player, mm-hmm. which I think was he was probably the best um, for defining that group. Then oh, now Rogers, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of anybody that has a great right hand technique. 
So right. anybody that has like a strong right hand as far as rhythmic, but now Rogers definitely. But honestly, I'm still stuck with John Fashanti. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Like the Chili Peppers, I can't move on past uh, past his last album. So anything Fashanti is like gold to me. And you can combine guitar with hip hop. Not every hip hop artist does, mm-hmm. but. Uh, um, Michael was playing with uh, Alan Raymond. Yeah, Alan and Raymond. That's kind of a you know combination, kind of a hip hop thing, but with some guitar and yeah. People some ask stuff. me what what's the genre, and I always say it's like uh, hip hop grunge, <laughs> and it is. It's and people see it like, oh, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, um, and it's funny because that's one of the things that makes Alan's act unique. He always had a guitar player up there, and it was my first time playing without a drummer, just playing to beats, which, so, it, it, and you can, it really has its place. It's just a matter of finding the guitar players to to do it, right? Well, you gotta have a good time when you're playing with yeah. a machine. Cause, yeah. yeah, no, it, it but it it's funny because um, on stage, you know, the amp's kind of the only thing pushing air, and then you got the speakers pushing everything else. Um, so it's, it's a different experience, but it definitely fits in the tracks, and, uh, it's actually helped me learn a lot because I didn't always listen to hip hop, but I, uh, I, you know, I remember Get Rich or Die Trying, Fifty Cent coming out and all that stuff. That was like the biggest thing, and I was like, maybe I should quit guitar. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it all came full circle, and it's got, it's definitely got a spot in there, and it's helped me round out my musical taste too. So, Henny, you were working on uh, Jay Z's label for a while there, right? Yeah, I was with um an artist named Harry Hudson who was on Rock Nation. I think he's still on Rock Nation now. And um, had a lot of good experiences with that. Got a chance to tour the world, meet a crazy amount of people. Um, also meet some cool people from labels. That was, I think, working with Rock Nation, uh, working with like their staff. I got a chance to meet cool people, which tied me into other situations with like Warner Chapel. And just like actually being around that camp exposed me to so much. So big shout out to Jay-Z because he doesn't even know me, but I've been in this. I've been in the building before, so... Very cool. Mm-hmm. And you really were working experience. with Michael Jackson's nephew, TJ, right? Yeah. I just did um I just did TJ's video I just did his video shoot, which should be which should be the next song out on his he was part of three T and now he's releasing uh his first solo project. So I just did um the music, well the video behind that, the visuals, and um supposed to be some live stuff coming up. So Yeah, and you're gonna be doing some stuff for Vero and yeah. the Guitar Network. They're trying to create a show around you we're trying i'm just yeah he's a character that henny hendrix Uh, he's one of our family content (laughs) yeah there's gonna be plenty of content with him and michael is a character himself and uh you know you guys that know us from the store and uh guitar of the day um everybody loves michael and everybody you know always comments to me man where'd you find this guy Uh, and actually my son discovered him in our store uh my son you know uh, came out and i was in the office doing something he said you got to come out and check this guy out i said i'll be out he said no you got to come out now and when i checked out michael i realized my son knew what he was talking about he's got a good (laughs) ear and it was very cool that was a special day oh sorry i'm I'm gonna (laughs) say norm i also owe jordan harris a big thank you because yeah my first stop i remember i was so nervous to come into the store i remember when i first moved to california and um, I moved like right down the street from the shop and I was so nervous to come in. And one day I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna come in. I'm just gonna come in and like play because I watched on YouTube. I had seen magazines as a kid with like you in the pictures in the magazines, the vintage guitar magazines, and then watching YouTube and finally coming out here. And then I met Jordan and then Jordan introduced me to you and 
Yeah. Well, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan spotted Henny. Jordan has a very good ear. He's actually a very good singer and a, a very interesting and very good songwriter. Um, you know, so he also, but, I feel like for LA, you have a lot of people like, you're great. And then you never hear from him again. <laughs> he is he sure about yeah. what he likes and he will not stop at anything. You cannot tell him a different way. And I think that's a special thing because he knows what he likes and he knows when he hears it. And, uh, yeah, he's helped both of us big time get through that door. So (laughs) Jordan's amazing. Well, and I want to just say, uh, and for Brian over here, um, your, your buddies with one of my really close buddies and kind of family in the store and in the all guitar network, which we're on as well as our podcast. And again, you can see the video of these things a week following Tuesday is the day that the podcast comes out the following Tuesday, we put the video it out on the all guitar network but my buddy tim pierce oh tim i've been a fan of tim's forever and i've got to know him mainly through prs and done like stuff Tim with also Nam. does yeah. demos for prs yeah and one of the most recorded guitar players one of the greatest guitar players yeah i, know. I grew up listening guys. to all his parts and and he's such a musical person that like uh and, and just uh a sweetheart of a guy. Just, I mean, just he's humble real, and very he's humble really and, yeah. nice to everybody. People come in the store and they go, Tim Pierce. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets a little shaky. He goes, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. but he's getting a lot of exposure on the internet as well. Cause I mean, you know, for years he was like behind the scenes playing on Michael Jackson, Madonna, Goo Goo Dolls, oh, yeah. Santana, um, anybody who wanted, uh, first class guitar player and wanted to get it done in no time, mm-hmm. they would go with Tim Pierce because Tim could get the job done without yep. hesitation and you knew you were going to get something good. Yeah, his videos he's doing now where he's telling stories of in the studio when I played on this song and it's like that I, I could sit around and watch this stuff all day. It's just so well, cool. The stuff that he's got now on the All Guitar Network is really cool because he's got some stuff where he calls it like the was a three minute lick and then he's mm-hmm. got how to record in the studio, you know, just techniques that, you know, mic techniques and, you know, how to kind of get the most out of your sound and that kind of thing. So he's very helpful and then he's got his master class that he does yeah. online and, uh, you know, it's everybody loves that and, you know, I I mean, it's a real good way to get a, a jump start on everything by having a guy like that, you know, giving you your secrets because, you know, there's a lot of guys that don't want to share and he will. He will. He totally will. Yeah. That's a good point. He will. And he does all the time. He yeah. is funny, though. You know, you go up to him and you're like, hey, you're Tip Pierce. You see people. He's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. He every time. Yeah. He's a humble guy, but really awesome. Well, you know, and then, you know, one thing that's really kind of cool is Michael and Henny, you know, play a lot together, especially in the store. And, you know, there was some kind of symbiotic thing going on there between them. I mean, they both just kind of know what's going to happen next. And they're, you know, they're both really good listeners when they, uh, you know, when they play. I mean, they follow each other and they compliment each other really good. And then, you know, when Brian was in the store, he heard them playing and he jumped in and it was really (laughs) cool. You know, that's the difference between a real musician. I mean, you know, it's not 
necessarily i mean you know and and blues is fantastic and it's a simple art form and playing it right is a real thing but sometimes when there's a couple chord changes or some voicings and stuff like mm -hmm. that that really makes uh you know for interesting music like uh, my buddy joe bonamassa who we did a podcast with who's uh, one of the all-time greats he um you know whenever i talk to him and he goes oh, i don't know voicings you know bullshit he knows it he you know <laughs> he plays the hell out of it he hears everything his singing is getting great. I mean, his guitar playing is pretty hard for anybody to even get near him oh, and the yeah, style he's, that he he's plays. It's amazing how good he is. And then, you know, his buddies like uh, Josh Smith, who's another yeah. real good friend of ours at the store who comes in and we love Josh. And also Kirk Fletcher is Kirk. another one. Eric um, Gales. Eric Gales is a monster yeah. as well. You know, he's like taking that Hendrix thing to a whole yeah, yeah. different level. Um, he's been on those Bonamassa blues cruises. Kingfish, he's great. King Kingfish Bay, yeah. is another one. Oh, yeah. I, um, and there was um, uh, what was that other guy. There's um, Eric Steckel. Well, Eric Steckel is another young yeah, guy who's really I just saw good. that kid Marcus King for the first time. Yeah, Marcus also yeah. was on. Uh, yeah, he, we did a video with yeah. him at the store, and then he's been on the Bonamassa thing. Um, and um, Chris Kane. Now, Chris Kane is a monster. We haven't had him in the store yet, but I met him on the Blues Cruise, and everybody on the ship was talking about him because not only does he play incredible stuff uh, on guitar, but he sings like B.B. King, <laughs> and he plays keyboard like Ray Charles. Hmm. plays great horn saxophone and everybody on the boat was kind of going man have you heard chris kane and uh and then i met him and he's a character too he's a nut mm. and he's very funny and he, you know all these guys you know what's kind of cool is uh you know back in the day you know sometimes rock stars were a little aloof and all that but a lot of these guys are just regular folk and they're easy to talk to and you know they're just you know they make you comfortable when they're around you and uh, if you want them to sign something or you know uh, ask them a question they're always happy to help so it's really good to see that these young guys are you know really kind of sharing their their thing yeah it's, it's inspiring thing. you know i always look at it like um i have a, i have a post that says um i'm just a spirit in a body just like you that's right? right. So anybody that I inspire, I want them to know that we're on the same level. So it is great when you meet guys. Uh, small story. One day I had a bad day. I'm on Ventura Boulevard, right? This kid pulls up next to me. He's like, hey, Henny, I saw you at, uh, I think it was like Sam Ash, some music uh -huh. store or whatnot. I was having a really bad day. And so I had to fake it like, oh, cool, man. I'm just going to rehearsal or just going somewhere. I was going home. I had a bad day. And so I, I thought like if this kid only knew <laughs> what I was dealing with, right? Yeah. Who pulls up to me in a black Porsche on his birthday? Slash, right, right next yep. to me, right. And so I started thinking about the parallels, and I look at Slash, and Slash acknowledges me. I'm just like, whoo, my goodness, mm. it made my day, right. So I'm looking at this kid who's like viewing me a certain way, and I'm thinking like, geez. And then I look at Slash, who's on the same street, and it just let me know, like, listen, we're all on the same course together. You know Slash what I mean? Slash is a really good guy, and he he's is. down to earth. It's funny because when Michael first started working for us, the first guitar of the day he did was uh, a six-ring bass, right? Custom shop, Fender Bass 6. And uh, Jen, who is uh, our secretary and does all our videos at the store, who's terrific and is an integral part of what we do, um, uh, came up to Michael and said, uh, Slash is on the phone for you. And Michael goes, huh? Yeah, this is already me. Like, if you watch the first Guitar of the Day episode, I'm like a robot. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just... 
basically shitting myself, <laughs> freaking hey, out. We can't say oh, that. I'm sorry. You know, I don't give a fuck, but don't say. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry, guys. Right. Uh, I, I save it for the podcast. Um, yeah, but it, but it was it was just crazy, and he just yep, he came in and bought the most honest the guitar you would never guess you'd buy a a bass six Fender offset wow. body, <laughs> no gold top, no gold top this time, and uh, but yeah, and uh, I just remember him being so. Relax, relaxing to be around, and then he just was like, "Yeah, smooth transition, man." <laughs> that was and he, it. <laughs> he said to me, "He said that guy, Michael Lemo, he can really play." You know? oh, so, yeah. uh, <laughs> nice, nice compliment from a great guitar player. He's a great yeah. guy. Very easy to be around too, and just amazing. And and you're you're doing some other stuff. You're going out, uh, Brian, with Take Six, right? Well, Acapella yeah, Take group. Take Six and uh, Nina Freelon and a couple like a couple jazz and gospel artists and a killer sax player, Tom Scott, who's played oh, on. I know Tom. Everything. Tom He's played on everything. I met him with Joni Mitchell when yeah. she was doing Court and Sparks, and. Uh, oh. Robbie Robertson, uh, I was running an ad, this is before I even had a story, I was running an ad in the newspaper in the LA Times for some guitars for sale. And I had like this apartment with wall-to-wall guitars and Robbie came in and there was nobody at the time in LA that was selling like vintage guitars and stuff. And Robbie just kind of freaked and he ended up buying a couple guitars for me. And then he said, uh, would you mind if I bring a friend next week? And I said, nah, I don't care. And he comes comes in with Bob Dylan. And this was like at the last waltz time and I'm kind of going, uh, okay, you know, cool. Wow. The next week he brings in Joni Mitchell, Robin Ford and Tom Scott. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Just, don't get any better than those guys. Wow. Wow. That's insane. So, and, and the take six thing, you're doing a bunch of race. Tri- it's a, Ray it's Charles a Ray. Tra- it's, yeah, it's called Georgia on my mind. And it's a, it's like a Ray Charles tribute, uh, with these, you know, great. And now I'll just be part of the backing band. I, I haven't done the gig yet. Uh, I just got the call not too long ago f- from the music director. And it's a bunch of dates, I think, in Texas in November. And then we're doing a U.S. thing early next year. So, um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I, I, great oh, yeah. music, great singers. How bad can well, it be, right? Absolutely. I love acapella stuff. I love group harmony. And yeah. I was a member of the doo-wop society, not to date myself, but I, I just love group harmony. And, oh, for and sure. And those guys are really badass. So that should be very cool. So listen, we, we've done a little talking. Can I get you guys to play a little something here? And then we're going to take a quick break. We're going to do a little commercial. We're going to come back. And then we're going to talk again with Brian Ewald and Henny Hendrix. Hi, Mom. And and Michael uh, Lamo. Lamo. All right. Do something, guys.
mighty pretty these guys can really play. Brian Ewald, Annie Hendricks, and our own Michael Lemo. Stay tuned, guys. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hey everybody, go to allguitarnetwork.com or go to the App Store and download the All Guitar Network. It's free and you get to see these podcasts for free the following week. The podcast will be on a Tuesday. The following Tuesday, you'll see the video at the All Guitar Network exclusively. been begged by so many people don't play but <laughs> this is one tune that i know a little bit on bass so i figure uh you know if anybody throws anything at me it's hard to do that through a camera or through a podcast so i pretty much have reduced these guys to uh you know these guys are all like excellent excellent players and then i come along and kind of reduce them to mere mortals no, we no way you we got it all guitars if it wasn't for you so. norm yeah. corrects all your wrong chords that's what happens i come in for guitar of the day and i'll try, I'll try a beatles song he goes that's wrong and then we work out the <laughs> melody so you, we need you there well, sometimes you need the old guy, you know, who's got a memory of things from back in the 60s. Of course, a lot of my memories from the 60s have been kind of uh, tampered and blurred. <laughs> uh, Tainted you know, room. I did, I, was, I did grow up in the 60s. And, uh, you know, in my book, I have a book and I kind of let out some of the uh, secrets. And I, you know, I figured, you know, at this point, if they give me a life sentence, you know, it's not that long. You know, I mean, so, uh, you know few years maybe you know so uh but i've got brian ewald here and brian is from baltimore and brian is a badass guitar player Thank he's uh, doing a lot of stuff with paul reed smith and paul is a buddy of mine and uh great guitars and uh so many people are using prs's now yeah yeah i mean he's he's a as you know you've known paul he's a brilliant guy and and he's never gonna rest until he's gonna just keep tweaking them and trying to solve the puzzle of how to how do you improve the mousetrap build a better mousetrap over and over and yeah and uh yeah they're 
it's it's a fun gig to sit around and play nice yeah, guitars. They're all day easy to handle, you know, and you know, stay in tune, uh, and they feel great. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of you know Gibsony, but with a little thinner body for most part. Mm -hmm. yep, yep, stuff like that, and they work really good, and they sound good, and they stay in tune, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is one you guys had on the wall. That's a, a Karina. Yeah, uh, body one. That's it's a blast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a great consistency there, and then Henny is using uh, R9 Les Paul, oh, and yeah. uh, you know. He really uh, knows what to do with a Les Paul. And then Michael is using a... I got the Jimi uh, Hendrix Monterey Hendrix Stratocaster. And, and this is just, it's just a Mexican strap, but it works, sounds really good. You know, this thing's great. It's 98% the player. I don't want to diss my business, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's good to have good tools, but, you know, good tools in the wrong hands don't mean a whole lot. You know, when you got great players with good tools, it's a good thing. So uh, tell me about some other stuff, Brian, that you're doing. Like, um, you know, th there's another band, Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Oh, well, I, I, so I play in a band uh, with, with the lead singer, Jimmy's Chicken Shack, and we're called the Jarflies. But I I'd also fill in with the Chicken Shack, or I've filled in a little bit. Um, he's a great writer. Um, uh, it's, it's one of my two main original projects that I've been with for, you know, 20 years, I, I suppose we've been around together now. But um, And then I do a, just a ton of higher gun work, mostly on the East Coast uh, and a handful of tours. I've got two young kids, or not too young anymore, 14 and 17, but uh, that's kind of kept me home from touring uh, a bit. But um, but now they're both getting into music, so and I pull them out and have them play in my bands. And I'd stuff, suggest so med cool. school. You know, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but if you want to make, if you you know how to make, you know, a million dollars in the music industry. Start with a few million. Yeah, start with two million, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that happens. But, you know, it's nice being able to travel and do all the stuff. But when you are raising a family, you know, it's it's also nice to be able to stay home. And yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. And, you know, you picked a good gig there with Paul Reed Smith, you know. Cause, I, that was, a, um, yeah. You know, and he's from that area. Actually. Well, yeah, that's I've known Paul since I was young. I grew up in Annapolis. I really actually lived just south of Baltimore, Annapolis, which is where he started. Mm -hmm. So um, I've I've kind of been a, a friend of the company for a long time and then became an artist with them in about 2005. And then they pulled me in to do a video and do a trade show. And then it just kind of kind of snowballed into what I'm doing now, which is pretty regularly, you know, uh, about a third of what I do is with them, which is Nice. It's, That's it's, great. It, well, but, uh, Paul knows good players, so, uh, you know, Lord knows he's you. been around a lot of guitars and guitar yeah, players. Yeah. So uh, it's humbling I take my to, yeah. uh, hat off to Paul and, uh, and you know, him recognizing your playing, which I would never doubt that well, he cheers. would. Thank you. It's very cool. And uh, Henny, so um, you've been doing a bunch of different stuff. And I know um, Vero and All Guitar Network, they're trying to create a show around you. And it's more like almost like a lifestyle show. Um, you know, it, it involves your guitar playing and all that. But following you around and being a character and yeah. being the character you know, that you are. The, you know, it, it, it's a good thing. We're trying to work it out now. It's uh, We basically want to be the... I want to be the Anthony Bourdain of music. Well, not exactly no, well, anymore, but well, yeah, let's, yeah. let's not go in that direction. Take uh, uh, take about a couple years back. Uh, there you go. The good yeah, years of Anthony that, Bourdain. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm closer to the Anthony Bourdain or whatever I'm oh. doing right now. Uh, you know, you're a young man, so you, know, <laughs> oh you better be careful what you wish for. You <laughs> no. know, so. I was, yeah. And Limo, what do, you, uh, what do you aspire to? I mean, you know. Well, I got a show coming up. Yeah, you do. I'm, a, I'm playing my first show in a while. Uh, With your own band? Yeah. Um, and uh, singing and everything. And uh, it's at the Whiskey A Go-Go at November 16th. And uh, 
It's been a while, Norm. It's been two years. The last gig I did by myself like that was at the Troubadour, which went great, but I just needed a break. And uh, I feel like actually with what you've helped me with and getting a job and working at Norm's, I think I'm ready. So excited. There you go. Well, you know, Michael has some really good tunes, too. One tune that I really love, La Sienica. We might be really playing cool. that one. There you go. Well, it's a really cool tune, and uh, Michael's very original. His tunes are great, and obviously his guitar playing, you know, is pretty stellar. Thank so, you, um, you know, when you when you guys, like, play together, you know, like with, with Brian for the first time, you know, it's like, you know, when he heard you guys playing over at the store, I think, you know, first I was talking to Brian about maybe doing this, and I kind of got the feeling maybe he thought I was going to just throw you into the fire. But when he heard these guys play, he realized that these guys were, there was a symbiosis going on or some kind of deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he knew he could play with these guys, and these guys would follow him, and they, they're really good musicians. So There's no following me. I'm, 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 I'm over there trying to steal ideas. Uh, no, both ways. I'm musical. It, you know, the best is when you get to... Uh, like you said, I mean, obviously, I work at the store with Norm, so I uh, am jamming every day with different people. But it's also um, amazing when you get to go outside of the one, four, five blues thing, and people mm -hmm. can just kind of make uh, melodies happen. And and obviously, we talked about the rhythm, but the melodies too. I mean, mm -hmm. just not just ripping, but also, I mean, that's also really cool. We all love that. We know we love that. <laughs> but um, when you play melodies and stuff like that, and you can just almost because actually, it was funny. Um, Brian said, he's like, are you guys writing a song? And we were like, <laughs> well, no, we're just jamming. But that's kind of the idea is if you're jamming and it starts sounding like a song, I feel like you're you're on the right track and uh, everybody just fit right in on that one. So th these are my favorite types of jams, actually, personally, instead of just everybody. Uh, slow blues. Slow yeah. blues, yeah. yeah. And, and that's cool. I still but, love them. Yeah, but. but they have their place for sure. It's yeah, been yeah. done. <laughs> well, one thing that Michael does, and I'm going to ask you to do just a little of this, because, uh -oh. I mean, everybody is, um, you know, everybody is into sustain with guitars and stuff like that. And sustain is fantastic. And uh, but Michael does this kind of staccato kind of muted rhythmic thing that I've never heard anybody else quite do quite the same way that he does. Can you do just a little something like that? You know, you know what I am talking about. My own? I don't know. The, here I am. The amps might have went off when they heard me starting to play bass. <laughs> I think that was surprised the mics didn't go off too. So show us like what I'm talking about. Yeah. Shit. Let me get a little bit more volume. Mm -hmm. Because it's a very, uh, it's all a lot of it's in the left hand. Like you can kind of stop picking and and still do it. But uh, there's two different ways. So started off actually from this "I'm the One," which is a Van Halen song. He just kind of goes like something like, you know, something like that. So, it's, and then I started doing like uh, root notes with it, bass notes. So you can start going. And you can change the root note. And you can take chord shapes. So then I start doing. Just 
stuff like that. Very cool. <laughs> that's well, awesome. You know, that's super it's cool. different from, uh, and also keeping that in time and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, uh, it's funny because Michael sometimes he uses like this looping pedal and stuff like that. And I tried to use it. Unfortunately, my time is so messed up that <laughs> when I press the pedal, I'm like already lost before I even started. He's got it worked out really good. I'll tell you, it's a it's a tough one to do. That's the toughest thing to do on camera is the looper for me personally. I'm like, because as soon as that camera starts on Guitar of the Day, you're like, oh boy, it's a different game. <laughs> and stomping on that thing is harder than actually for me than doing that. <laughs> so thank and then you we've for got, noticing. We've got a store nut. Uh, you know, who's one of the family, Carlos Guitarlos, oh, God. who always calls in and he comments on Michael's videos. He and tortures Carlos me. Is, Carlos is one of the original L.A. Uh, blues and R&B guys, a tremendous guitar player. And He's got some of the singer, best Great tone. song. His tone. Great songs. And, uh, but he is about as out there as <laughs> you possibly get. And, you know, he calls me up and he goes, hey, tell Lomo to lose that. Uh, you know, that lose that looper, do, yeah. ditto looper, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then he he criticized me for months about the amp I was using on Guitar of the Day, so I switched it to a Pro Reverb, and he came in and bought it. <laughs> and then when I and then when I went back to the old one, he started making fun of me again. And I said, dude, you took the amp that you liked, and so yeah, he's he's a he's a pain, and he's also the winner of the Norman's Rare Guitars Beauty Contest. Oh yeah, he uh, <laughs> yes, and you'd have to see Carlos because uh, uh, this is uh, you would understand immediately. Yeah, you'd understand. Uh, he's it's beauty in a different way. I don't know, no. His poor wife, I don't know what she does with he, him. You know, she's such a sweet lady, and don't feel bad if you see how much. Shit, he gives us. Yeah, but, it's okay. uh, but you can check him out, Carlos Guitarlos. He's you can amazing. Check him out online. You can check some of the videos he's done at the store. He's really amazing, but he's also a pain in the ass. Yes, he is. <laughs> How about so. that, Frank Stallone? Huh? Oh, Frank is another one, man. You know, we get more characters that come into the store. Now, Frank has a movie, and we're going to do a, a, a podcast with Frank and uh, my buddy Frankie Sullivan from Survivor. And this is a movie about his life, and it's hysterical, and it's really, really good. Um, you know, it's being Sylvester Stallone's brother can be a tremendous plus, and it can be a tremendous minus. And the minus is that a lot of people don't take him seriously. And Frank is actually a very good musician. He's an excellent singer. Very educated good on guitar music. Yeah. yeah. But Frank has an attention span of a gnat. So yes. he comes in and his thing is he'll come in and he'll go, uh, Norm, you got any 330? I love strats. Les Pauls are my favorite. What kind of acoustics do you have? It's like, you, you know. You can only uh, tell by his glasses. Whatever glasses he's wearing is what mood he's in. Oh, yeah. He's got these Elvis glasses that he takes a lot of stuff with. And then, by the way, uh, I've got a buddy of mine, Larry Lee, who comes in. He's got a dog that uh -oh. is part Wolf. Shepherd and part wolf. And this dog is like uh, a shepherd that's like on steroids. It's about six feet long, you know. And you can't look him in the eyes. Yeah, if you look him in the eyes, he kind of takes it as kind of a challenge. You know? <laughs> but Frank, for some reason, he loves Frank. So Frank will sit on the couch and the dog will sit right next to him. Then the dog starts licking him. Next thing I know, Frank gets down on the floor and the dog's like all over him, humping him and stuff. It, it's a hysterical video. It happens uh, all the time, though. And yeah. they really do have love in their eyes together. There's something that yeah. happens. It's weird because he just like, Frank doesn't even have to do anything. Frank is kind of a manly guy, but in in this particular case, I think he's playing the other side of that. Things point, change, you know, yes. So, That'd make yeah. a great podcast. Welcome to it is. A, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. going to be it's coming. Be, yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, I mean, and Frank, you know, he loves farm animals. And he can tell Whoa. you which are the good-looking farm animals and not 
the good looking farm animals. Oh boy. So <laughs> sorry guys. I, I I can't resist. But you know, there's a lot of characters that come into the store and I mean it really goes on and on and on. And it's arrested development. I mean, Brian, you you've never grown up, right? No, no. I've I've, <laughs> I've avoided it this long. Henny, you've never grown oh, up. Oh man, I still wear sneakers. There you go. And Michael what do you think? Yeah, I know. You've never grown up. <laughs> and you know what? Even for an old man, I've never grown up because I'm around all these characters and we have a lot of fun with this stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it's always interesting for me. And, and I feel very blessed to be able to bring you guys some of the greatest guitar players on earth. And fortunately for us, a lot of them either live right in this area, like Tim Pierce, mm -hmm. or they have business out here like Brian Ewald. And uh, Henny lives out this mm -hmm. way. Michael now lives out this way. And so um, within probably a 20-mile radius here, we have some of the greatest musicians and guitar players um, on the face of the earth. So, And a lot of them stop by the store. And yeah. uh, I try to coerce them into doing videos and podcasts and all that. And some of them hate me for it, but I don't give a damn. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you know, it's all right. You know, I figure in, if I'm going to bring it to you guys, I got to do it. So I want to thank these guys. I got Henny Hendrix on my left, who is just a stellar guitar player. Michael Lemo, who you know how much we love his playing. Mm -hmm. He's like the bomb. And we got Brian Ewald, who's the new bomb over here, who we, uh, you know, we love. And uh, he's part of the gang now. He's adopted. And uh, I don't know if this is a family that you want to be any part of, but oh, now, yeah. you're, now you're part of it. Oh, so, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for adopting me. My uh, pleasure. So can you guys, since you guys are so good, and I'm not going to play bass on this because I don't want to mess you guys up anymore. Can you take us out with anything? And uh, again, you can see this podcast. Podcast, if you want to see the video on the All Guitar Network, the following Tuesday after it airs, um, we'll let you know when this podcast is coming up and you just check um, wherever you get your podcasts, you know, Apple, Spotify or whatever. Um, you can get the audio and you guys are apparently listening to it. So you're getting it. But the All Guitar Network is like uh, something. It's my baby that we've been working on for about three years and I love it. And uh, just want to thank you guys for listening and I'm the most blessed guy to be able to be around so many great musicians and fabulous music. So who wants to start this thing, taking us on out? Norm, I have one question. Oh, yeah. How many amps have you sold Joe Bonamassa this year? I've sold Joe a lot of amps. Joe is, uh, you know, his house, it's getting to the point where he can barely walk through the front door of his house. So <laughs> he may to have to upgrade the house. I mean, it's, you know— Joe is uh, victim number one. He's a victim in a very big way. Um, you know, I've known Joe since he was 12 years old. And uh, Joe has probably helped me build a house or two over the years. And uh, and he's no dummy. He knows what he's buying. He's buying some of the greatest museum quality stuff ever. And if I'm going to pass some of that stuff on to somebody, I'd like it to be somebody who's like my family. And Joe is. And I love everybody that's involved with Joe. And uh, he is, he's my buddy. And I call him my nephew. And we're not blood relatives, but we kind of, uh, you know, have kind of a mutual thing that we really, really dig. And, You're lucky and, to have each other. Absolutely. And he knows how to pick out a tweed. Yes, he does. He knows <laughs> yeah. how to pick on a guitar, too. Yeah. All right, take us out of here, guys. I don't want to get, I don't want to start this love stuff anymore. You're, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to have a dog come over and mount me or something.
great Brian Ewald to my right, the great Henny Hendrix to my far left, and the great Michael Lemo right next to me. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. You can get us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And please give us a good rating. We could use it. Thank you very much.